That's a great question. And I think so much about what you just said is that people, almost, they want to be seen, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you need some, I don't want to say validation, but we've had a year of really, really hard times where we've literally had to, you know, quarantine in our own homes. So some of the success stories I've had and so much about what we do in, in, in professional sports, and I'd even say in the collegiate space, is that we create these experiences for people that they can't get anywhere else, right? right. So you go to a game because it's different than watching it at home, right? right. And you become a, a either a sweet holder or a sponsor because there's exclusivity involved in that or a season ticket member because you're getting access to things that someone who just bought a single game ticket isn't getting. Right. So much of the conversation is about like, how do we recreate exclusivity through a gifting engagement? And so I have to do the download of like, well, tell me about the flavor of who you are. Mm. Tell me about the flavor of who your, your, your audience is. And in, in the case of who we're gifting, right. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that there's something super unique and I can't disclose the team because we haven't gotten this over the finish line yet, but I'm working with an NBA team right now where I got the download. I'm like, what does it mean to your city? What does it mean to your client base? What resonates? What did they really miss this year? And so what we ended up doing is where they're recording something that they could only hear inside the arena at a game, mm-hmm. we're doing a special link to that audio that's going to be directed at them. And they're going to get some type of audio device, probably like a Bluetooth speaker, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's not going to be about the speaker. It's going to be about the fact that they have now been gifted something that nobody else got that's bringing them into the why they're there to begin with, mm-hmm. right? right? They're there to, to, to access and to feel part of something bigger through this gifting engagement. And that's where we're seeing success right now. My name is Dr. Mark Williams. Welcome to my masterclass. I have a PhD in education from West Virginia University. I have a master's in sport management and an MBA from the University of Massachusetts. I even have an undergraduate degree in sociology from William Patterson University. And currently, I'm the Global Scholar Practitioner at HBCU, Florida Memorial University. But I'll also work for three of the largest sports brands in the world, Reebok, Champ Sports, and Foot Action. But I can't go anywhere without my Jordan 1s. Join me and my guests as we explore their rise to the top through adversity and challenges. It's time to help you find a hero in you. Welcome to my masterclass. everyone good day everyone i'm back yes i'm representing i'm not representing baseball it's florida memorial university you know my university that yes i'm the global scholar practitioner at i had to represent today but i also have another shirt underneath i'm not taking it off right now but that's my fraternity under alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated so i always had that underneath you know what i'm saying but today special day i know you're like dr mark you say that all the time welcome to dr mark's master class Man, I am just so excited about today because today is about giving back. Well, you give back all the time, Dr. Mark. Yes, I know I give back, but guess what? Today, I have something very special for you. And I think it's something that most people don't think about until it happens to you. And you're probably like, what is he talking about? I'm going to share with you. If somebody does something nice for you, what do you do? You say, thank you. You give him a high five. Now we're in COVID, give him some dap. Well, actually in COVID, you give them a mask and some dap, right? (laughs) At the end of the day, you want to do something. You want to show that you care about them. Valentine's Day, you do something to show that loved one that you care. Father's Day, Mother's Day, Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter. It's about gift giving, right? Well, I've got somebody. I've got two people on the show. One is in the studio and one, unfortunately, is in Zoom in Milwaukee. Yeah, they're in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's kind of cold right now, but 
It doesn't matter because they are an amazing person. And the person sitting across from me is an amazing person. But before we talk about these amazing people, I want to give a shout out to Aaron and Sia, the people that hold it down, the people that make me look good, my fearless producers and directors from Innovation Media Enterprises, Aaron and Sia. What's up? Thank you so much for everything. And I got to give a shout out to my man, AJ on the wheels of steel. Yes, everybody knows when I say the wheels of steel, we're not talking about DJ. We're talking about AJ. AJ makes that happen. How does he make it happen? He makes me sound so good. Like Barry White, you know what I'm saying, baby? Yeah, I got that voice. And I got my guest over here. She does sound effects too. Say, say a little something, something to them. Barry White, know what I'm saying? <laughs> Was that it? Was that it? Uh, you, whatever voice that comes out your mouth, that's fine with me. All right. <laughs> We're having fun in here today. And you're wondering, who is my special guest? Well, I got to share something really special with you right now. I have two women here that are amazing. And you're probably wondering, why am I talking about special guest gifts? And we're talking about esports. We're talking about sports and entertainment. Well, when you do events, you know, people that do the events, you want to also thank the people, the sponsors that made it happen for you. Or if you have guests, you want to thank those people. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I had a wonderful opportunity, a sports business journal, esports rising conference. Okay. And what happened was I was the moderator of this panel back in November, December. And then in January, February, January, earlier this January, earlier this year, I get this wonderful message that you have a package. I said, oh, I got a package. That's great. You always want to get a package, right? Packages are great, right? And so I've been getting packages since I was, what, eight years old. When I was eight, I wanted to get mail so much. I used to go into the almanac. Yeah, I'm eight years old going into the almanac because my dad, you guys know my dad taught history for 39 years, you know, and he taught me about the almanac. Most kids are outside playing and doing tiddlywinks and watching cartoons or whatever. I'm in the almanac, okay? And I look at all the NBA teams that I see all their addresses, and I'm eight years old. And I'm like, I want to get a box in the mail. So what did I do at eight years old? I called every NBA team, every NBA team up and said, can you send me your schedule? I don't know how I know about their schedule, but I asked them for their schedules. They sent it to me and I looked at it and it says basketball night, a game night. Every night they had a special theme. And they would give away prizes. And the day, even though I was not in, you know, Milwaukee or New York or whatever team it was, I would say, oh, I would like to get a free basketball that night. So I would call their, 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 their team up and say, can you send me a basketball from your basketball night, even though I can't come to the game? And they would send it to me. I mean, I was eight and I was sitting there building relationships. I was networking at eight years old. I love to get packages. And guess what? I got this amazing package in the mail. From the sports esports business writing sports business journal conference. Oh my God. And this is what it says. Did you see the box here? It's a letter from the sports business journal, uh, publisher and executive director, uh, Abe. And he says, Thank you for being a speaker at our 2020 esports rising conference. We really hope you enjoyed the event. And close is a is the birdie box gift you selected. I'm like, what is birdie box? Sounds like a gift company. I don't know what this is. If you ever have gifting needs, please keep birdie box in mind. They are great partners and really make great gifts, uh, gifting seamless for customer experience. Again, we appreciate your support and we cannot put on a great show without you. Okay. So this is the first thing I got when you first open up this box. Second thing is when I open up this box, I get this, <laughs> this amazing booklet here. I'm thinking, is this like a, you know, what kind of book is this? So I open it up and I see my good friend, Kristen Miller. Okay, that, that right there, you've got Kristen Miller, okay? She's sending a message on behalf of Birdie Box. 
Who is she? Kristen Mills, the director of sports and enterprises development for Birdie Box. And so I'm getting this here. And she talks about what Birdie Box is. She talks about the experience and talks about why it's important to to deliver such a, a great a package to to the to the to the giver. So I'm thinking I'm thinking this is pretty interesting, but it doesn't stop there. OK, on top of that. I get this. I get this really nice case with sports, sports, uh, esports rising sports business journal has a logo of the of the brand that I worked with. Right. But then when I open it up. I got headsets. OK, what my initials on it. Zoom in it. My initials are on here. MW. Are you kidding me? But if they knew me better, they'd be like Dr. MJ. I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and appreciative. You got MW on here. My initials. So if anyone tries to take these bad boys, guess what? I know it's mine because my initials are on it. So you can't, you can't take this from me. Okay. Like the MC hammer can't touch this. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Okay. So here's another thing. I go back in there and I'm thinking what else, what other kind of gift do they have in here? And I'm like so excited to open it up and a char charging port initials on here as well. Who does this? Who is birdie box? Who are these people? This is insane. And I'm like, I take this everywhere with me and I show it off to everybody that I know. And I talk about it all the time. So my special guest today, I have two. I have Kristen Miller, director of sports uh, and enterprise and development at birdie box. I also have sitting across from me who is doing the sound effects and pretty dope. As I, I might add you, Caroline Schellenberger, who's the sports and enterprise sales manager for birdie box. I don't know what any one of these titles mean, but I want them to tell you who they are and what they're about. So please welcome to the show, my good friends and soon to be your good friends from Birdie Box, Miss Kristen Miller and Miss Caroline Schellenberger. Welcome to the show, guys. How you doing? Thank you. We're doing amazing. Thank you so much for having us on today. We're stoked to be here. Yes, yes. Kristen, I know you're, you've been working in sports for a long time. What, what's it like coming to a podcast? <laughs> I think this is my first I've done. And I, I love that this is different. I've done a lot of conferences and spoken on panels, much like you did for uh, SBJ Esports Rising. Mm -hmm. So I think this is my first podcast, though. So thank you. Yes, we, we had to I had to represent. I had to show off to my friends and my peers about this birdie box and this experience. OK, so you've been in birdie box for nine months. What, what has that experience been like and why? Because we're going to talk about your background. You got an amazing background in sports marketing and also in the performing arts. We're going to get into that, too. So I did my research on you. All right, Kristen. You did. Yes, I did. OK, so don't don't let the, the hyper and excitement fool you. The doctor's got a doctor for a reason. All right. He's got a doctor for a reason. I do research for a living. So I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about why you came to Birdie Box. It's been a nine month journey for you. What has the experience been like and why did you choose Birdie Box? Great questions. And it, it has been an amazing experience. I came to Birdie Box. Actually, I was a client. So I was very familiar with Birdie Box in professional sports, especially in my prior role as a director of suite services for the Milwaukee Brewers. So much of what I did was about engagement with those premium clients, right? The people that are bringing in the spend to entertain their clients. And so much of that is about gifting. So prior to learning of Birdie Box, I had a, I had a pre-Birdie Box and a post-Birdie Box life, right? Mm -hmm. So pre-Birdie Box, if you've done gifting, it's it, it can be painful, it can be draining, it could be time-consuming, it could be budget-consuming. So when I was introduced to Birdie Box from our now Chief Revenue Officer, Chrissy Dunlap, who, shout out to her, she's an amazing human. She came to Miller Park, which is now American Family Field, but it was Miller Park at the time. And introduced Birdie Box to me. I said, wait a second. 
like instantly I was like, this is different. This is totally different. This is not a, a, a catalog being pushed across the table going, okay, you can pick this for a dollar 95 a unit or whatever that was. It was about engagement. And so for me, it was really about making an impact in people's lives. My background is service. So I have a lot of different you know, skills, but mm-hmm. I'm always coming from a place of trying to help people. Mm-hmm. So the transition was very natural for me. Mm-hmm. I knew what Birdie Box was about. I love what Birdie Box does, what they stand for, who they are. So when the opportunity presented itself in the summer of 2020, it was just too good to pass up. Wow. And so Caroline, you have a different, you have, you have, you have an IT background. Okay. Yeah. You've been here, but now you've been here about eight months now since August. Okay. Yeah. I came in right after Kristen mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I came from a completely different background. I was in IT software for the past, oh, I don't know, eight or nine years mm-hmm. uh, since graduating and got reached out to by Birdie Box's recruiter, heard a little bit about the amazing things that they were doing and and, and wanted to uh, and be a part of it and hop on board. So it's been an awesome experience ever since then. Well, so Chris, so Kristen, you, you, your, your background, you're used to performing and putting on, I mean, you worked with the masters, you worked with uh super Bowl, and you have a interesting background in acting. So you, you have to put on and you know how to, how to really empower and get people excited when you're, when you're talking to someone and you're giving your gifting and your, or your, that special message that you sent to me, what is that like knowing that you're about to change someone's life based on the, the experience that you're giving them based on this, the package that you're sending out from Birdie Box. I love when people have that, that I call it that light bulb moment where they have that aha, mm-hmm. where once it clicks that you're like, wait a second, you'll do this, this, and this for me. And I don't have to do all of the stuff I don't like to do. I can focus on my full-time job and it's going to come out looking super premium and luxe and intentional. And they're like, they get it right. Having that moment. So much about my background in terms of all the different things I've done is just I've learned to be really good at listening to people Mm. and listening to like what matters to them. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to peel back that onion of like, what are you really trying to accomplish with, you know, a lot of people, when they think gifting, they think, oh, holidays, I send out a gift at, you know, the holiday time, or I send out a gift for, you know, someone's birthday. They don't necessarily think about gifting in other ways in which engagement can happen. So for Mm -hmm. me, it's really about listening to kind of the story behind the story, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what someone's really trying to accomplish. And that's where I get the most satisfaction. Now, tell me what, when you were working with Sports Business Journal, what, what types of, what, what went into making a decision on the kind of gifts you wanted to give to the people that, that, that worked with them, like myself, what, what went into that? And h- how do you customize a gift for someone? Did you go by what the client is saying to you or do you go, re- or do you, or is it a combination of, just your background and what the client is saying to you. If I'm understanding your question correctly, and in the conversation I have with a lot of um, our clients is that it's not so much what you're gifting them, right? Mm-hmm. If you're gifting them something that is practical, meaning mm-hmm. they can use it in every day, you know, you know, your headphones, noise cancellation headphones. Most people are using those at some point, some type of drinkware people use that. And you're not honing in on something super uber specific. Mm-hmm. It's more in about how you do it rather than the what you're doing. Okay. The thought and the intention behind that and the message, it has to always be about the message and the moment you're trying to create mm-hmm. that you're never going to fall back on. They're not going to focus on necessarily what they got. They're going to focus on like, holy cow, it was this package. And the, you know, kind of what you just said, I just got this really cool box in the mail and this is really amazing. And this is awesome. I love how you said this was dope. That was one of my favorite call outs that you had. Yeah. But it's about it creating that moment and that experience, right? So at the end of the day, Like when people ask me, like when I was gifting, like, oh, what did you give your clients two years ago? And I was like, 
what did I give my clients two years ago? The point is, you're not going to remember. They're necessarily not going to remember, but they're always going to remember how you made them feel. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Carolyn, what now tell me, what is your role? You have this really cool title of sports and enterprises sales manager. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do you do there? That's a good question. No. So I work in the collegiate space. And so Kristen and I are both in sports. She heads up a lot of the pro sports teams and I am working with bowl games and also with individual colleges. And so kind of how it came about is we were working with various bowl games, a handful, if not more bowl games. And we said, you know, why don't we take it down a level and go to the the collegiate side and figure out, like, you know, they have to give people, they have donors that are giving millions of dollars that they need a steward in a really thoughtful way. Why don't we kind of go into that market as well? So that's how we got started in the collegiate space is from we were working at the bowl game level and then moved down to colleges. It just seemed like a natural progression for us. And so we have been working with a lot of athletic departments and then also just a natural trans- transgression into the university side and mm-hmm. academics and who the president's sponsoring of the university and who their top people are. And so it's been so much fun. And especially this year with every everyone not being able to meet right. uh, in person or having their normal uh, stewardship events or experiences or auctions or galas or whatever mm-hmm. that they're putting on. They have to have some sort of touch point. And so it's been great to work with my clients and coming up with ideas that will be able to meet their constituents, their donors, their premium seat holders, whoever it is, in an intentional way and meet them kind of where they are, which is at home right now. So it's been it's been a lot of fun to work with them and kind of trying to figure out what they're trying to do. So are you you, you went to Texas A&M. You're Aggie. Yeah. Gig'em, yeah. So Gig'em. Gig'em. See, I know. I know. <laughs> 13th man, 12th man. See, I know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 12th these, man. And the, and the bobbing back and weaving back and forth. Yes. Yeah, the swaying back and forth. See, I know. You know. And the howdies when you walk on campus. Yeah. Look, I've, look everybody, you know, I visit about 35 to 40 colleges a year. So I'm not only a sports fan, I just love campuses. I've been to now 645 campuses in my lifetime. Okay. So I love colleges and I didn't research any of this stuff because I've been to a It's one of my favorite campuses. Okay. And Dr. shout out to Eli Jones, Dr. Jones, the, who is the Dean of the business school that you graduated from. He came from ooh, Minnesota. I believe he was at before. How do I know this? Because I know college presidents and I know deans. Okay. So shout out to Dr. Jones. He's the first African-American dean as a, in a business school at Texas A&M. See, I be knowing stuff, y'all. Come on now. Yeah, I don't got to do my research. I know folk. All right. So you're a sports fan, obviously. So what is it like working with organizations or colleges where you get a chance to, to go to bowl games or, well, now you may not go to the bowl game. You get to see them on TV because of the pan- pandemic. But What's it like working with universities uh, where you get a chance to go to bowl games or be around university presidents or deans or academics? What's that like for you? Yeah, yeah. Good question. It's so exciting because you kind of ride the wave of what the university has going on, what's important to them. You know, if they just came off of a big championship game, then you have to celebrate that and be up to date. You know, I'm constantly reading the news, what's happening. I had a uh, meeting this week with a client who's they, their AD and head coach just just stepped down. And so Ooh. trying to navigate what what does the future look like there? Right. Mm-hmm. When when you have all these transitions going on. And so it's it's been it's been a ton of fun trying to kind of figure out what's important to the university. And a lot of that revolves around games and 
specifically football and, mm-hmm. and being able to capitalize on that for sure. So, you know, so your counterpart, Kristen, is a golden, golden gopher. Do you guys get into debates about Texas A&M and, and Minnesota sports at all? Or what is that like with you guys? We usually keep it pretty tame. We're, we don't, we don't like kind of like politics. We just, we just <laughs> don't talk about it. Chris is like, yeah, I, I, you know, you know what to deal with, with, with Minnesota. <laughs> it, it would be different if she went to another big 10 big school. 10 school. I think yeah. that's where the rivalry really comes in. So I live in Badger country, right? In yes. Wisconsin. Yes. But I went to Minnesota. So last night I had a field day. I had, so Minnesota played Wisconsin in the big 10 hockey championship. And my dad is the biggest Badger fan. So I called him probably a little too early because the Badgers did make things close in the third period. But I called him just in the second period. It's like, can you tell me what the score is of this? Game? <laughs> you know, I was doing a little gloating. So if, if she were another Big Ten school, it might be a little bit different. But no, we're respectful of that space. Oh, respectful. And, you know, the Big Ten, you know, Miss Caroline is the oldest conference in NCAA, you know. Why do I know that, too? My dissertation was on the Big Ten, actually. So I work with all the Big Ten schools and looked at how they prepare their their athletes for life after school. So I'm a huge Big Ten fan, but I'm also a big SEC fan as well. So I'm excited that both of you are here. So tell me, give me an, an idea, Caroline, on a day to day. What are some of the schools that you work with and what are some of the schools that you're excited? Well, I'm sure you're excited to work with all of them. But what's, what, what are some of the schools you work with? But also what has been the most exciting thing you've done to date since you've been there for eight months? Yeah, good question. Let's see. For the schools, we ca- I can't list all, all my clients mm-hmm. just because of confidentiality, but we, Kristen and I both did some exciting ones recently. I worked with the University of Tulsa mm-hmm. up in Oklahoma, and we did a really, really cool one for their donors that they hadn't, you know, they hadn't been in uh, contact with in over a year. And so mm-hmm. we were able to send out a a gorgeous box from their uh, director of development and over in their athletics. And I think the athletic director or the uh, director of development, excuse me, he said he heard from every single person who he sent a box out to a birdie box out to. And it just goes to show it's, you know, it wasn't necessarily about the, the tumbler or whatever it may have been that we, we gifted in there. It was just the thoughtfulness of sending something that is, it's a little bit more, you can tell it's more thought out than when in under flowers or mm-hmm. uh, something like that. That's just a little bit, you know, a click of a button. So uh, that was one recently that I did. And then I'll let Kristen speak to the one that she did. Yeah, I recently worked with the University of Tennessee mm. and they had, it was actually with a donor program that they were trying to get off the ground that involved student athletes. It was the Vol Leaders Academy. Mm. And so they were doing a new engagement in kind of a, a leadership, almost like a, a book club, if you will. And so talking to them about like, well, what does this mean to the student athletes? And it was, there was a disconnect in that typically this donor program, that there would be real engagement, like in-person engagement, right? Mm-hmm. But they couldn't have that right now. So what we did is we created these beautiful boxes. And when I say we, we, we did the production, but really University of Tennessee led the charge. They were these gorgeous boxes that on the inside, when the student athlete opened up the lid, there was a photo of a volunteer experience they had had overseas in the past. So it was tying together the why of what they're doing and why they're doing and what it means to be in the Vol Leaders Academy. And so I I had goosebumps just talking about it. And they did some beautiful postings on social media set to music of kind of the unboxing moment mm-hmm. of when these student athletes received these boxes. And not a single one of them dove into the contents of the box right away. Mm-hmm. They were they were so captivated with the photo and the intention behind what was what was being created. So again, going back to creating that moment that 
I'm so proud of that, that, that I, I got to work with them on that moment because I love watching that video and seeing what it meant to those student athletes. So, so when you talk about the entertainment side of it with, with you, Kristen, you, we were joking around about Barry White earlier. What, what are, have you ever thought about with birdie box? Maybe because it didn't happen here on mine, but in the future, do you guys incorporate music in some of yours as well? And if you do, what are some of your favorite artists? Yeah, I know you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I know that music gets funny in terms of like rights to use music, I think. Mm -hmm. But so much of what we usually end up doing is, is driven by the client, right? So the mm -hmm. upload of the video is driven by what they want that to be. So your video, you got stuck with me. Because yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I loved it. It was awesome. The gifting was coming from SVJ Thought Leaders. But for me, oh gosh, some of my favorite. I'm a I'm a huge Dave Matthews band fan. Yes, Massive. Yes. I mean, I've been I've been seeing them in concert since 1995. Wow. And I've seen them almost a hundred times in what? concert. I sound yeah. a little bit obsessive here, my friend. No, I'm kidding. If, <laughs> if you know a Dave Matthews fan, I guess we'd all be obsessive in that sense. Um, mm -hmm. There are no two shows alike. Every single mm -hmm. show is unique in terms of what they play and how they play it. Mm -hmm. So you're never seeing the same kind of set list, if you will. So oh, wow. that's kind of, but I, I'm all over the place in terms of my music. The only area I don't go into country. It's um, just not what I'm, what I grew up with. And I love hip hop, but I like old school. Like I like, Tribe Cold Quest, De La Soul. Who are you? Like, Who is this woman? I love this woman. Um, <laughs> I had I had special ed on my show yesterday. I, I interviewed Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles, yesterday. And the Donna, what is Donna's last name? Donna, she's the head of the NSYNC and, and, and the Backstreet Boys. She sure. managed them. Then I had special ed. He came on. Just random people just started coming on the show. Uh, but yeah, the, the legends of hip hop as I like to call them, people call it old school, you know, run DMC, mm -hmm. you know, LO Cool J, Queen Latifah, you know, Tribe, you know, Most Def, Talib Kweli, all those wonderful people. Yeah, I, I love music too. And I think that also plays a role. Music and entertainment really brings the culture together. People say, do you talk about politics on your show? I say, no, we talk about empowerment. We talk about fun stuff. We talk about things that bring our communities together. And on that note, Carolyn, what do you, what do you like? I know you did the Barry White thing, but what kind of music do you listen to? Yeah, I'm a little bit all over the place as well. I love our, uh, rap, rap ca caviar on Spotify. It's okay. my go-to when I'm working okay. out. But then I also like Post Malone, John Legend, if I'm just kind of chilling, okay. vibing. So. John Legend, look at that again. I like John Legend. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she he's, sexy. he's sexy. He's sexy. He's like, hello, John Legend. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you guys are talking about the gifting piece of it, you know, what, what other things go into play in terms of the kind of contents that you have because I was reading a really cool statistic on uh, the Birdie Box, a Twitter site. It talked about New York Post had this survey of 62% of Americans. They want to receive the gift. A lot of times people just want to be just loved on, right? It's not about the money. It's not about the raises a lot. A lot of it's about the intentionality of, of giving to somebody. What are some of the things or some of the contents that you, that you, that, that was unique to Birdie Box in terms of some of the, th not, not necessarily giving away who your clients are, but what are some of the, some of the um, gifts that were given by Birdie Box that that's unique that maybe some other people listening to this may want to maybe maybe try to maybe chime in with or maybe try to emulate or copy. That's a great question. And I think so much about what you just said is that people almost, they want to be seen, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like you need some, I don't want to say validation, but we've had a year of really, really hard times where we've literally had to, you know, quarantine in our own home. So some of the success stories I've had and so much about what we do in, in, in professional sports, and I'd even say in the collegiate space, is that we create these experiences for people 
but they can't get anywhere else. Right. right. So you go to a game because it's different than watching it at home. Right. right. And you become a, a, either a sweet holder or a sponsor because there's exclusivity involved in that or a season ticket member, because you're getting access to things that someone who just bought a single game ticket isn't getting. Right. So much of the conversation is about like, how do we recreate exclusivity through a gifting engagement? And so I have to do the download of like, well, tell me about the flavor of who you are. Mm. Tell me about the flavor of who your 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 audience is in the, in the case of who we're gifting, right? Mm-hmm. So does that mean that there's something super unique and I can't disclose the team because we haven't gotten this over the finish line yet, but I'm working with the NBA team right now where I got the download on like, what does it mean to your city? What does it mean to your client base? What resonates? What did they really miss this year? And so what we ended up doing is where they're recording something that they could only hear inside the arena at a game, mm-hmm. we're doing a special link to that audio that's going to be directed at them. And they're going to get some type of audio device, probably like a Bluetooth speaker, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's not going to be about the speaker. It's going to be about the fact that they have now been gifted something that nobody else got that's bringing them into the why they're there to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. right. They're there to, to, to access and to feel part of something bigger through this gifting engagement. And that's where we're seeing success right now. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. I, 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 you're probably like, Mark, you need to wear these headsets. But again, the fact that I got these bad boys right here. And if someone even thinks about taking them and say, ah, they're, they're mine, my mind are black, but mine says MW, that's mine. Give me back here over here. Right. So I know when someone is not telling the truth about, oh, I have headsets just like that with MW. Come on. I'm about to wear, I'm going to wear these at some point, but I keep them in this box because it's so special. So you're going to have to send me another pair or something because I got to have, I'm going to keep this as a display case. Maybe, maybe, maybe even put it in a a display case in my office or something, because this is special and I don't want to dummy down it and just use it. And and then I want, I want people to know about it. So we're going to have to do another special one of these things because I want to carry these on the airplane with me and wear them so much, but I'm tempted to do it. But guys, look look at this, man. The fact that they got my initials on this bad boy here. Okay. Next time, I hope they put doctor on it. But anyway, we're going to do some more business with them. Caroline, tell us more about your background growing up. I mean, when you grew up, did you know that you would be in the service industry or did you know you would be doing marketing? When you got your degree in marketing from Texas A&M, that's one of the best schools in the country. Yeah, so absolutely did not know that I would end up at a corporate uh, gifting company doing doing luxury gifts. But I am so glad I'm here. I studied in college, like you said, marketing and studying marketing because I was really fascinated in consumer behavior, why they, why people do things, why, mm-hmm. what makes them tick. And that's a lot of just what sales is, is trying to get to know people and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what, what's going to make them move, what's going to move the needle for this person mm-hmm. and how can I help them in, in whatever way that they're, they're struggling, their challenges that may be taking place and maybe, maybe uh, not even said out loud and like to Kristen's point, trying to uncover that. And it's, it's a little bit, I don't, I don't like to say it's a game, but it, in my head, it kind of is. It's fun. Every day's new and you're trying to uncover. Are you saying you play games with people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but it's, it's, it's fun to try to try to get to the the meat of why people do things and what, what they really need. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I will say I will say this much. I will say that that they one of the things that I enjoy is that there's there's an opportunity every day to do something different in your industry and in your space. Kristen, with you, you you have this unique background 
and, and uh, entertainment. Tell us a little bit about your entertainment background and are you still involved in some way with, with the entertainment industry? Yeah, I arrived where I am in the most non-linear path possible. So I went to the University of Minnesota and I declared a theater major. Mm. And I got my degree in theater. At that time, I was like, well, this is the one thing I'm really good at and I enjoy because I I made a vow that I was like, I'm never going to do a job that feels like a job to me. That was always my goal. So I ended up moving out to New York City a year after I graduated because I was accepted to the Ward Acting Studio to get my Meisner certification. And not long after being in New York and really hitting the pavement and auditioning and auditioning and doing, you know, student films at NYU and all kinds of stuff that I learned quickly that I was like, yeah, this isn't what I want to do for a living. Because what I found is that I didn't enjoy the the grayness or the gray area that Mm -hmm. I learned very quickly. I was like, oh my gosh, I like things kind of, I like to be able to plan for things. Mm -hmm. I like to kind of know where things lie. And as an artist, that's, you live in a gray space as an artist. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able to thrive in that environment. And I learned quickly that I was like, "Eh, I don't thrive here. So I moved back, tail between my legs, if you will. I moved back to Milwaukee, was living in my parents, my bedroom that became the sewing room for my mom. (laughs) And I was like, I'm broke. I don't know what to do. So I sold cars. I sold cars for a while. Um, Yeah, (laughs) because it was like, I I had to do something I believed in. And so Saturn, do you remember Saturn? Saturn, yes, yes. Yeah, where it was the the price was the price. GM Saturn, yeah, GM Saturn. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I had the only car I had ever owned and I sold it before I went to New York was a Saturn. And I was like, I love what they stand for. So I was like, well, I can do that. So it's always been for me about, I have to really believe in what I'm doing. Mm. From there, I was recruited to go do sports marketing where I did the, you know, three masters tournaments, three Super Bowls and the all-star game in New York uh, in 08, you know, the last, last one at old Yankee stadium. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I found my way to working with the brewers, which I didn't, it was never on my, like on my radar. Right. It, of those things that it was meant to be. I knew someone that worked there. Someone would happen to be leaving to head home to their, you know, they were going to work for, I think that was the White Sox. So they were leaving to go to a different market and the opportunity presented itself. And I was like, well, I'm not looking right now, but I'll give it a whirl. And then I was there 10 years. So for me, it's always been about connecting with people and having to do something that I just, I believe so much in what I'm doing. Did you hear that, everyone? I mean, just it's not always a, a nice, clear path and where you end up at. But what Kristen said, you, you've got to be passionate about what you do, what you love. But before we go further, let's just pause really quickly and let everybody know you're listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass podcast. We're here with Innovation Media Enterprise with my girl, Aaron and Sia. Yes. And AJ went a wheel to steal and our fearless leader, Jacob Miles. And I'm here sitting, talking to two amazing people from Birdie Box, Kristen Miller and Caroline Schellenberger talking to us about their lives, their careers, and why they're here at Birdie Box. One of the things about Birdie Box that I love and that I noticed uh, when I looked at the the profile, it's, it's, it's really, a, it's a lot of women that are executives there. What, what is, was that, did that also play a role for you, both of you? And how encouraging and empowering is that to see women in leadership positions at, at a Birdie Box? Well, Caroline and then uh, Kirsten. Yeah, I am obsessed that it's, primarily women. I love the men on our team too. No, no digs there. Yeah, Pat, you love you, Pat. You're past yeah, the CEO. Yeah, exactly. Love, love Pat. But they love the women. Women love women. We got, I mean, come on, that's what it is. But it is inspiring to work with these ladies and to work with our chief revenue officer, Chrissy Dunlap, mm-hmm. to see what boss babes they are and how- Boss babes, you hear that? Boss babes, that's a new one. 
They are just killer in everything that they do and tight and buttoned up. And I just, I look up to them and we are so, they, we all have a really good team and that we are sharing information. Nobody's in a silo trying to do it on the own, their own. Or we kind of talk about scarcity versus abundance mindset quite a bit too in our uh, company. And so it's not, you're not keeping anything to yourself, right? We're, we're sharing the love, we're sharing the knowledge, we're sharing what works and passing it along. And I just, I love our little nest of nest of birdies that we have there at Birdie Box. And speaking of that, one of your co-workers, Allison Sullivan, mm-hmm. she, I saw her on one of your posts and I, I went ahead and friended her. She friended me back and I let her know, bragged on both, both of you, Caroline and Kristen, that you're going to be on my show. And this is what she says. I know she's not going to kill me if I, cause she has, I haven't met her yet. Hi, Mark. Thanks so much for being a champion of Birdie Box. Caroline and Kristen are amazing resources and best, best in class experts in their verticals. Do you mind if I share you mind sharing where I can listen to your podcast? I'm always looking for a new one to add to my playlist. This is again, this is what I love about Birdie Box. Everybody's is a community. The very first time that I let Birdie Box know that I was excited about Chris, and Chris was like, who is this guy? Why is he talking about us? I can't believe it. This is amazing. I'm like, I'm a marketing. I'm a marketer. I'm, that's what I do. And if people do something nice for me, I'm going to talk about it. That's what I do. I'm not on LinkedIn talking about, oh, let me talk about networking. Let me talk about getting a job. I can talk about that too because the kid knows how to do that. However, when people do something nice, when people say something good, when people make you feel good, white, black, Asians, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. If you are a human being and you're doing something powerful and awesome, I'm going to shout you out, (laughs) period. I love it. Well, I, I appreciate that so much. And to to that point, Kristen used to work with someone at our at a Milwaukee Brewers, and he moved down to the Frisco area and said, "Hey, you know, you you just you need to reach out to these girls that are down there in the DFW area. You know, you don't he didn't know very many people here, and I was truly amazed that you know I reached out. You know, Allison reached out. Another girl in her sales team. Usually, you get that kind of note, and it falls flat." Mm-hmm. And everyone did their part. And hey, man, welcome to Dallas. Like, let us know if you need anything. Let's let's get together, grab wow. a beer. And that's pretty cool. Can I tell you how? So Khalil is his name. And he let me know. He's like, it meant so much to him as a young, a younger guy coming straight out of college, his first job out of college. He was an intern of mine a few years back. And he's a phenomenal, I want to say networker, but he just engages with people in a real way. It meant so much to him that each of you had responded to him and reached mm. out um, to connect once things are a little bit safer, right? To like meet face to face. And I told him that I'll be coming down to the Dallas area soon and I'll be taking him out to dinner. He's he's an awesome human. Yeah. And, and also Milwaukee, y'all will say this. I spent some time in Indianapolis. Your downtown Milwaukee is similar to Indy. It is so beautiful in the downtown Milwaukee. It is awesome. But I'm going to ask you, so Kristen, what, what was it? What is it like? The same question that I asked Caroline. It is really interesting. And I would say refreshing coming from a place where I worked for a lot of different types of organizations, but it was Mm. clear from the get-go that at Birdie Box, you have the opportunity to make an impact. Mm. And so, yes, it is very, like you look and there's only what, three, three males, including, no, four, including um, our CEO and the rest (laughs) are all females. But it's clear that we, it's just, everyone's pulling in the same direction. And there's just, there's no room for ego. And not that that's a strictly male thing, but like truly there is just, we are all supporting each other 100%. So it's a very refreshing place to be in the sense that when you're this small as an organization, because we are still a a small business Mm -hmm. um, and growing, you have to be pulling in the same direction in order to achieve success. It's, it's, it's really, it's a beautiful thing. Well, you know, you and I, I'm not sure if it's, if we can do a one-off, not a one-off, but a, 
for one person is coming in. Beyonce's dad will be at our school on the 24th of April and then in May the 8th for graduation. And you know, I got to do something special for that man. I've known Beyonce's dad for 20 plus years and we were the first major company when I worked for Foot Action, which was here in Irving, Texas, where we're here down in Dallas. Our corporate headquarters was in Irving and that's where we, we were the first company, a large company to ever work with Destiny's Child and Beyonce. And, and so, so I've been close with the family and, and, and Dr. Not now Dr. Knowles for this many years. So I want to do something special for him and birdie box. Yes, we got it. Can we do something? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We're going to make sure that he gets, he gets the right initials on, you know, whatever pieces we do. Yeah. You, yeah. And you guys have got to come, come down to Miami for that when he comes and we, and I want you guys to present it to him. Okay. So remember that date, April 24th, and also at graduation, May the 8th. And I want to make sure that we have Dr. Knowles on whatever we put on there. I know he'll get a kick out of that. He did not just get an honorary degree. He actually went back like myself and coming from the entertainment industry and we earned our doctorates. We went back to school and got a PhD. And something I want to talk to you guys about too, curiosity wise, because we, this whole piece here is about the video game industry. There's so many different, you know, events that have occurred or have been occurring in the video game. We're over $200 billion industry. Have you been approached by any of the video game companies at all at any level to do a gifting for Birdie Box? And if not, are you excited about the potential of it? Because it's an enormous industry and it's only growing. It is an enormous industry. I'm going to let Kristen take this one as she is more in that world. Yeah. In fact, Birdie Box, we recognized from the get-go, my early conversations when I onboarded with Birdie Box is that the biggest opportunity we saw was in, in esports ah, and yeah. in the growth of that industry. So I'm full disclosure. I am still learning the ropes. I am trying to wrap my arms around everything that is esports. I get, I get educated on a daily. Every time I think I figured something out, I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's not what I thought it would be. I have been, I've had the pleasure of working with one company already. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're working on a potential opportunity with a, a festival coming up. Mm. So I'm excited about that piece. I actually took a call earlier this morning with a team. So there are different opportunities in terms of like, where does this live within their space? Mm -hmm. Because some of the conversations I've had is like, well, this is all still new and we're not quite sure what we need and when we might need it. So kind of driving into, you know, you can't put like, oh, esports is just like football, except it's this because it's not. Right. It's not just like what we know is football or basketball or anything like that. So I'm learning the landscape. It is something I'm focused on for, for 2021. I have goals towards it. So I'm getting there yet. And we, so much about my we, education is listening to you, yeah, honestly. We're going to help you with that. And here's Thank the deal. I'm getting, ready, I'm getting ready to get back and doing my shows on LinkedIn. I'm one of, I think, maybe five, 500 plus people in the world that has my own show on LinkedIn. It goes from LinkedIn to Twitter to Facebook all at one time live. And also I'm on Clubhouse as well. I have a large following on Clubhouse. So we need to do something with you on Clubhouse, maybe maybe once a month or something where we can educate people because everybody, I don't care what profession you're in, anybody can get a gift from, from Birdie Box, right? And even with esports, something as, as, as if, you're, if you're giving away prizes, $5,000, $10,000, a trophies or whatever, why not give them a Birdie Box gift box as well, okay? So this is not, esports is not complicated to understand. Any, any business or organization out there, anybody can benefit from getting a gift from Birdie Box. So if you, if you know, if you look up and see that there's about seven or 10 different championships in the next four to five months, well, let's talk to those people that are doing it and say, hey, in addition to what you're doing with trophies and, and money and, and, and whatever compensation you give out, 
Haven't you thought about doing something with Birdie Box? And why would they say no? I mean, that makes no sense. Of course, they would say yes. So it's not about it's so new and uh, it's, it's unique. And at the end of the day, they still got to give away something. They're going to give away something. So why not Birdie Box? Right. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. So am I, am I, am I auditioning to try to be a Mr. Birdie Box? No, I'm just, I just like to uh, give credit what credit's due. But one thing I did notice, since you have a lot of women and you have three or four men there, I saw your board of directors. You ever see uh, a Do the Right Thing before? You ever see that movie, Do the Right Thing? Do you remember the part where he was like, hey, Sal, you don't got no brothers on the wall. <laughs> okay. So, Birdie Box, I'm going to shout out Pat. Pat, what's up, my man? We follow each other. You, you got to get a brother up in your up in your board of directors. You got well, you got a brother like me who's already loving the brand. And I have an amazing background with the doctorate, two masters, and I'm on point. I can sell Birdie Box, my man. So, you need to have some people of color on that board because you definitely want to make sure that everybody in the world is, 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 is locking in to Birdie Box. The women, you got the women. You got the ethnic minorities. You got the, you got, you got everybody, but guess what? You add some people of color to the board on top of that. Oh my God. Now people are like, Oh, look at this company. I'm already saying it without it. It don't matter to me. You're good people. But my thing is that we, we talk about DNI so much and it doesn't have to be about that. It should be about getting good people. And I think a lot of people don't know about Birdie Box, but all the people I know, especially the brothers and sisters out there. When I say brothers and sisters, I don't mean black. Okay. When I say brother, I mean man. When I say sister, I mean woman, right? The end of the day, we've got to get more people of color and more people in general to understand what Birdie Box is. And I will be the cheerleader for it if I have to. And I, I don't mind doing it because I like it. I like what they do. I like what they stand for. And Caroline and Kristen are amazing people. When I first saw Caroline, she came in here with some boxes. She had some boxes out there. I'm like, what What you bring the Birdie Box boxes? I, got, I bought my Birdie Box. My Birdie Box is right here. And she was like, oh my God, you bought your box. Yes, I bought my box because I love the brand. So anyway, yes, Pat, you know, I'm here. Your, your, your boy is here. All right. <laughs> you know where our headquarters is in Miami, so that's where Pat is. Yes. We just need to get you two connected. Pat, yo, man, come on. I sent Pat a message, and Pat probably gives so many messages. Let your boy Pat know I'm in Miami. We're at Florida Memorial. He needs to be there when Matthew Knowles, Dr. Matthew Knowles comes. He needs to be there, and he needs to present the, 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 the birdie box to him. Help, put Matthew Knowles on your, on, your, on your board. Beyonce's dad? You know how big that is? That's a phone call, dog. All you got to do is say, Matt, Dr. Dr. Knowles, this is what they do. All right. We'll make it happen. Pat would and, love and, that. And, 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 and on top of that, hey, check this out. Since you said you love this one special guy over here, Caroline says she loves this guy so much. You know, this guy that's really sexy. She said, she said she loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that in the phone? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Mr. Can John Legend. Can we give him a ring? Mr. John no, Legend. <laughs> Mr. John Legend. Would... So yeah, John Legend, put him on the board. The point is that. Oh my God. All right. Yeah, so the point, the bottom line is that's how we get down over here. We give, we we're all about our relationships, you know, and making sure that you know, like this woman here, you know her, yeah, Katy yeah. Perry, yeah, Katy Perry, yeah. See, so that's how we get down over here. <laughs> Look, I love Birdie Box. I've had an amazing time here with Kristen and Caroline. You know, you've been listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass, sponsored by Innovation Media Enterprise with Aaron and Sia. What's up, my friends? Thank you so much for making me sound so good. Well, I'm sorry. AJ, thank you for making me making me sound so good, making everybody sound so good. Aaron and Sia, thank you for holding it down as always. Jacob Miles, everybody. Birdie Box, Kristen and Caroline, do you have anything you want to say to 
the audience, how they can get in contact with you, some of the things Birdie Box is going to be doing in the future, and what are you looking forward to doing moving forward? Those three things. So shout out to you, to the Birdie Box. Talk about what you're going to be doing and how they can get in contact with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So uh, you can get in contact with me, Caroline uh, Schellenberger on LinkedIn or Caroline at birdiebox.com. And we are constantly getting in touch with new brands, putting new things together, gift sets, curating some really amazing ideas for our clients. And so our wheels are always turning where it's always fresh. We never we never get stale in what we're trying to do. So yeah, that's what I'm probably most looking forward to is just what's coming down the line because it's never, we never set in place. We're always moving and going and shaking. Okay. All right. Kristen. All right. You can find me at Kristen Miller on LinkedIn and um, birdie box is B I R D I E box um, dot com. We have an inbound there. So if anybody has any inquiries, they'll come straight, straight our way. I'm really most excited, honestly, to get back out to seeing people face to face. One of my very first experiences with birdie box was an onsite gifting suite when I was with the brewers. Mm. So we would walk our clients into a space where birdie box concierge were there and they got to handpick their own gift. They got to handpick where they wanted initials, where they wanted logos. So think like Apple store meets Nordstrom, right? Mm. Super sleek, sexy setup of an Apple store, but personal shopping experience in Nordstrom. And then on the back end, the gifts arrived at people's doorsteps, exactly what they picked and where they wanted personalization. So I'm excited to get back to that, right? We're going to have some big events around people finally getting back to live entertainment and live gatherings so I plan on being at those events for my clients when we we start welcoming people back in a real way. So I'm most excited about that. Wow. I've got some ideas now. I'm wondering if we could do that with our masterclass with Matthew Knowles. It, that could be really interesting. But either way, we're going to do something special for him. I hope you're not listening, Dr. Knowles. Either way, it doesn't matter because you. it doesn't matter if you're listening or not. Cause you know why? Because when we do this, okay, you're not going to know what it's going to be anyway. So just know it's coming. Okay. So again, Kristen and Caroline, I enjoy both of you. Caroline, I'm in Dallas once a month. You're going to have to come back. Would you, would you be like, to, would you like to come back? I would love to come back. This was amazing. Thank you for having us. We're yes. so appreciative. Did you have a good time, Kristen? Was that school? I had an absolute best time and I'm either going to come to Dallas or Miami or both. We will, we will meet face to face soon enough. Excellent. We look forward to that. And everyone, thank you again for listening to another episode of Dr. Mark's Masterclass. And remember, I tell you, you can control three things, what you think, what you do, and what you say. That's it. What you think, what you do, and what you say. Have an amazing day. I look forward to another amazing episode. And we will we will talk to Birdie Box again because you're going to see that. And you're going to probably see on this desk a lot, a Birdie Box. And at some point, I will use these bad boys. So thank you again for Aaron and Kristen. Peace to Birdie Box. Pat, call me, brother. Call me. Hi, right, peace. Thanks for listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass. I pray you enjoyed yourself today. I had a good time. I don't know about you, but this podcast is part of the Esports Future Eye Podcast Network and is produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. Please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast channel and let us know how we're doing by leaving a comment or a review. Class dismissed. Class dismissed.